Podcast City Network. Listener discretion is advised. You're listening to The Everett Lee Show. A shot of entertainment to the head. Sit back, relax, and enjoy the entertainment. Welcome, everyone, to the Everett Lee Show podcast. I'm Everett Lee. Quick shout-out to everyone who follows me on Twitter. You can follow me at the Everett Lorescore Lee, facebook.com slash Everett Lee. Click that thumbs up. And, of course, Podcast City Network, your top source for independent podcasting, who host myself, the Everett Lee. I am treading back into the Kentucky Zone wrestling territory. That's right. I am going back to KCW. I have none other than Kentucky Zone Wrestling Event Coordinator and Marketing Manager and any other title that Mr. Hurricane J.J. McGuire gives him. I want to welcome to the podcast, Jeremy Hines. How you doing there? Hey, what's up, man? How's it going this evening? Doing pretty good? Mm-hmm. Pretty good. Pretty good. Just, uh, just recovering from especially last week with um with hurricane dorian that was just that was nuts <laughs> i mean just everything that happened yeah. <laughs> with that i mean i didn't expect that anything to happen like it did but it it happened and i just was taken off guard by that because i took a week off i planned on having great guest on and it it just messed up everything it messed up my week it messed up everyone's week and i feel like i mentioned last night i'm feel for the uh, people down in the bahamas man who got hammered by that hurricane that was just unbelievable have you seen the footage of that oh it's, it's catastrophic i mean i can't even imagine 185 mile an hour winds i mean that's just ridiculous it is it is it is just it was I mean, just i can't r- even fathom that i know i know i I, I wouldn't even know what to do if something like that came over me. And living here in uh, Florida and Daytona Beach, kind of dodged bullet a few times in the last few years with it. And I thought this was going to be the one. Everyone thought this was going to be the one. But what got me was the news media down here. I don't know how the nation, what the what the rest of the, the news and media did across the nation, but for, for us down here, it was ridiculous. It got to the point where when the hurricane wasn't moving over the Bahamas, they had really nothing to talk about except just talk. Right. <laughs> and they repeat themselves. Yeah, I had to turn off the TV, and I said to my wife, I said, we're going Tampa. I said, this thing takes a turn. We're going Tampa. We'll be safe over on the West Coast. And so I packed up everything, took my wife, my daughter, even my mother, and even my dog, and we went to Tampa. But... Thank God nothing happened, and my house stayed intact. So, yeah, I, I dodged that. <laughs> I know I was talking with you, and I was talking to a lot of people that were asking how I was doing. And I was like, I'm fine. And I was just hanging out here at my aunt's for about three days, hung out, and came back. But Yeah, a lot of my family likes to go down to uh, Fort Walton around October. Mm-hmm. You know, it's you know, September, October area. You know, typically speaking, is you know hurricane season, and so I asked him, I was like, "Why do you all like to go down there during hurricanes?" Because they're like, "Well, the the rates are cheap." I'm like, "What you figure?" I mean, you know, I mean, mm-hmm. it's a beautiful area. Don't be wrong, but I mean, it's like you know, I, I like to go there during uh, a safer time. You know, less unpredictable. <laughs> yeah, yeah. I mean. It, it it is it's just this time of year it is kind of unpredictable because this is a hurricane season this is a hurricane season right here in florida and i hate the months of september october and november just those three months just is it just stinks living down here in daytona and florida it, it does <laughs> it definitely does yeah i mean i have a lot i have a lot of i have a lot of family down there you know during the that particular season you're talking about there, you know, October or September, October, November, mm-hmm. you know, I'm constantly, you know, in, in contact with them, just making sure they're okay. And it's, you know, it's a yearly thing. It seems like, so, 
Right. Yeah, I definitely know what you mean. I, I can't even imagine living down there like you do. <laughs> I mean, it's beautiful. I love going down there for, you know, to visit and vacation. Mm-hmm. But, uh, yeah, I mean, it's, uh, it can get uh, quite trying sometimes. It does. It does. I grew up down here. I grew up down here. I lived here until I was 16, then moved up to Ohio, spent five years there, moved to Tennessee. And then I spent 11 years there, and I came back. I've been back here for almost 10 years. I've been back nine years. And uh, who would have thought I would have went all over the place? But I did, and I just came back home. And like they say, there's no place like home. There's definitely no place like home. And Very very beautiful state with a lot lot to offer, that's for sure. Yeah, yeah, a, a lot to offer, a lot especially being near Daytona during the race week in February. That's that's insane. I hate going down international. And if I wanted to go to the mall to international, if you're just going there, you got to pay to park to go to the mall because they're afraid that you're going to park at the mall and walk over to the, uh, to the uh, racetrack. And I pull up there. Yeah, I pull up there. It's like $5, $10. I'm like... I'm not going to the race. I don't care right now about the race. I'm trying to go over here into the mall. I'm trying to go to the bookstore to get JJ Hurricane JJ McGuire's latest book. You know, <laughs> I don't. That's what I'm worried about right now. Not, not, not a race. And uh, Bike Week. It it's like in March, April. Bike Week, just great. And in October. We have Biketoberfest, which lasts four days, unlike Bike Week, which lasts about a week. But speaking speaking of home, where where did you grow up at? I was uh, born and raised in a uh, city here. It's uh, Somerset, Kentucky, and uh, the county population is you know roughly about you know seventy five thousand people. Uh, it's a beautiful, beautiful, beautiful lake uh, community. Uh, you have a lot of uh, tourism that comes in. You know, you mentioned Ohio. We have a lot of people coming in from Ohio and, you know, throughout the, you know, eastern half of the United States come here because you know, we have such a, you know, very popular, like, very uh, various activities that go on, you know, boat races and uh, a lot of fishing tournaments, uh, different, you know, just different recreational activities that go on throughout the year, you know, mainly through uh like spring to you know fall you know occasionally there are some things that go on during the winter season as well but typically during the warmer uh climates wow but uh very very beautiful territory that's that's great that's great i may have to i'm going up in tennessee in october i may have to take a trip up to kentucky there and stop in on you guys (laughs) we would love to have you man i mean come to a show let us know you're coming we'll set you up uh, I mean, you will not regret coming to the best independent wrestling in the state of Kentucky, bar none. I hear that. I hear that. J.J. McGuire tells me. He he talks my ear off about it. And uh, a lot of people, a lot of talent that I've gotten to know on from KCW that's been on, the, been on my show in the last few months. Oh, phenomenal. Phenomenal stars. Mm-hmm. They're, they're great. They're, they're definitely great. When when did you start watching wrestling? What, uh, what age did you get into it? When I started watching wrestling, I was really really young. Grew up watching wrestling with my grandpa, and uh, we grew up. When it was, I grew up uh, watching like uh, Memphis Tem- Championship Wrestling with uh, Lance Russell and Dave Brown as the you know commentators with uh, Superstar Bill Dundee, uh, the Nature Boy Buddy Landell, uh, Jerry Lawler, you know the whole crew there. Uh-huh. As well as WCW Saturday Night with a you know host Gordon Sully with all the you know the Horsemen and you know uh, all that and as well as AWA with the Ganyas and Baron Von Raske and I mean just the whole whole slew of uh, classic wrestlers. Wow, yeah, those that 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 was some great times right there, right there with the uh, with the uh, AWA and WCW. I I loved watching. Uh, WCW Saturday nights when uh, back in the uh, late nineties that that was a good time and I remember it uh, briefly growing up myself as a kid and stuff and uh, and it was a great time that that right there you did you uh, watch any WWE WWF at the time too I did not as much as uh, Memphis Championship Wrestling and you know AWA and all that but uh, 
I did watch, you know, some more so in the attitude area era with uh, you know, the Rock and Stone Cold and all of them. But I mean, I did follow like uh, when the Junkyard Dog was in the WWF. Uh, you know, a lot of the stars like that. Uh, yeah, yeah it, was, it was more so local, uh, not really local necessarily, but more you know, uh, WCW and all that more so than anything. My my father was a big. Was a big, uh, big uh, w, WCW guy. I mean, he he loved. Yeah, I was huge. Yeah, yeah. He he loved he loved WCW, and uh, I mean, was, when you have the the fabulous Freebirds, the Road Warriors, I mean, the list goes on and on. I mean, even one of my favorite tag teams is the Memphis Days, uh, the Fabulous Ones. It's actually Fabulous Ones as uh, Stan. Stan Lane and Steve Kern was actually my favorite tag team of all time, and then actually one of my favorite wrestlers of all time coming out of WCW there was uh, Mr. Wrestling uh, number two. Oh, okay. So it kind of ages me there, so. <laughs> <laughs> nothing wrong with that, man. Nothing nothing wrong with that right there. Mr. Wrestling two. I, mean, I could go on and on about all the, uh, I'm sorry, I, I could go on and on about all the different starters, you know, growing up watching. I mean, the list goes on and on and on. I mean, we could, I mean, we could make a separate show yeah. just on that alone. I mean, of all the history, uh, you know, of wrestling. Okay. Okay. What, let me, let me ask you, your two, you have, we'll say like everyone has a Mount Rushmore of who they think is the best wrestlers. I have a Mount Rushmore. Do you what's your Mount Rushmore? Your top you see on your top 4 up there, a Mount Rushmore. Who who would you who would you have for your uh Mount Rushmore for wrestlers? Mine is actually kind of controversial. Um, I don't like the way that everything ended when he passed away or when he did what he did, but uh, I've always been a big uh, Benoit fan. Mm-hmm. Uh, highly talented wrestler, big, big time. I mean, I, I don't know the whole full story with everything that went down, but yeah, uh, you know, with him and then there was Dean Malenko. Love, I mean, I'm a big technical wrestler, uh, wrestling fan, and uh, Ricky the Dragon Steamboat. Uh, and I actually personally know Ric Flair, so I mean, I got I have to throw him in the mix there too. So I mean, I've actually stayed in his hotel down in the, outside of Atlanta multiple times, and super super nice guy. Some people say he's a jerk, but I think he's a great dude. Oh, okay, okay, that's that's awesome. That's awesome. I mean, you can't Rick Ric Flair. He's he's influenced so many people. Even to this day, he's he's still a, he influences a lot of people. A lot of a lot of people even imitate and just do what the Nature Boy does. They say they say like in UFC, like Conor McGregor has a little bit of Nature Boy in him. Uh, NFL football teams, sports teams, they do the Nature Boy. Uh, uh, they cut the promo. There's there's a video out there somewhere on YouTube of this uh, in the locker room with this uh, team. They were doing the Nature Boy talk, doing his styling, profiling, limousine riding, jet flying, son of a gun, <laughs> and just, and it, it was, it's great. I mean, he, he's such a big influence on uh, on people today. I mean, just, he he's, he's a pop culture icon, wouldn't you agree? Oh, yeah, absolutely. Yeah. Absolutely. It, everybody, everybody tries to... Uh, well, there's, what's the old saying? It's a uh, often often imitated but never du- duplicated. Right. <laughs> yeah. Exactly. Exactly. <laughs> yeah. That's that's what um, that's what uh, what it is right there. I mean, awfully duplicated. You, that cat likes to talk a lot of smack too. He's a big uh, oh, North yeah. Carolina Tar Heel fan, and, and obviously, me being from Kentucky, I am a University of Kentucky Wildcat fan, and. Uh-huh. The last time I was actually down there staying in his hotel was during the uh, few years back during the NCAA uh, men's basketball tournament. And, of course, you know, Kentucky and Carolina getting ready to face each other or whatever. And, you know, yeah, we had a lot of smack talk that week. Oh, yeah. <laughs> I, I I can imagine. I can imagine. Uh, <laughs> yeah, he, um, like you said, Malenko, another great 
technical 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 wrestler right there. Man of a thousand moves. You got to throw in Guerrero in the mix too, though. You know, you cannot throw. You know, I mean, I know you said four, but I yeah. do have to throw Eddie Guerrero in there too. Okay, <laughs> great. Another great talent right there. Another great talent, Malenko. I I loved when he was doing the thing with uh, Jericho on w- Nitro, where Jericho had the list of. He said he's the man of a thousand and one holds. He's like move one, arm drag. Move two, arm bar. Move three. Uh, wrist lock, move four, arm <laughs> arm bar. <laughs> Every other move was an arm bar, <laughs> and they they worked well together. They worked well together. That was such a great thing, man. I mean, Malenko Malenko has been my favorite for for long as I can remember. I I love his Texas Cloverleaf. That right there, I love that finish oh, wow. move right there. The Texas Cloverleaf, man, because it it's it's painful. It's painful to watch, and he executed it perfectly. As like a technical wrestler like him having a submission hold like that is great, and he if Malenko also too if you really look at it he could do some he could do some uh, acrobats in the ring too but he sticks he's more grounded he was more of a grounded wrestler that's where he would hurt you at. Yeah, you get on the ground with him, you're done. I mean, yeah, you're yeah, done. Yeah, yeah, you're basically yeah, you're basically done because the guy the guy was a grounded wrestler and he he t- uh, what I liked about him if he was gonna t- he work on your arm he's gonna work on your arm and he's gonna work on it and then when he decides it's time to finish you up he's gonna soften you up he's gonna work on those legs and then when he he thinks you had enough then he puts you in that Texas clover leaf and that's it you're done. You're done. And great, great oh, yeah. striker. I, I loved his strikes in the ring, the way he would strike his opponents. I mean, just with that, just the jab. And uh, he just, he, I loved it when he gets, he would get someone over in the corner and he'd just work them, man. He, just Malenko would just, he he was good. He was a good ring technician. He knew what he was going to do when he got in there. Before you knew oh, what yeah, he was going to do, he, yeah. As soon as he entered the ring, you could just see it on his face. He was so focused. He was so zeroed in, zoned in, big time. I mean, yeah, he was. Yeah, his face. It was just like, okay, I'm here. I'm taking you down. I mean, we could dance around for a few minutes, whatever. But you're going to lose. Mm-hmm. <laughs> yep. Yeah, definitely. And he said, Ricky Dragon Steamboat. The the best three matches to me of his career was with Flair. Was Ric Flair oh, right yeah. there? That 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 uh, that best of three series he did, going back and forth, back and forth, was just great. I love the promo where he was in the ring with Flair and he rips his suit off. <laughs> Flair bragging yeah. about his suit, and then he he rips it off of him, and crowd goes crazy, and Flair's going crazy. Flair's in his underwear, basically trying to battle Steamboat. <laughs> <laughs> yeah, that that was that was great. That was great. They they pulled yeah, wardrobe some, malfunction. Yeah, yeah, yeah. He did. He he pulled some stuff out, man. He he did. I mean, Steamboat was great, and he's training people in the NXT. He he works down in NXT there in Orlando, here in Orlando, and he's training the next generation. And he's phenomenal, man. WrestleMania three, Macho Man Randy Savage Intercontinental Title. That that was a defined moment right there for his career right there. Oh, absolutely. Mm-hmm. That is. And you said Chris Benoit. Chris Benoit, great in the ring. The guy could work, man. Especially going up against, like, working with Malenko. They put on some great damn matches, man. They, they did. Benoit did. And I know, you know, it is... You know everything that happened with him and stuff. Though, but if you step back and you look at his body of work that he did in the ring, it's it speaks for itself. It speaks for itself right there. What he's what he did in the ring, just the matches and stuff he the stuff he would do that flying headbutt off the top rope. Jeez, <laughs> I'm, that's I'm, gonna leave a mark. <laughs> yeah, yeah, definitely. I mean, he lost a tooth. He started with the toothless aggression thing, and he ran with it. And he had a he had a good sense of humor about things too. I mean, it, it you know, he was all serious, but then when he can you know be funny and come up with something funny, he he would do it. I mean, I enjoyed when he was uh, world 
world heavyweight champion going up against having a match just like with uh, Triple H and Shawn Michaels. That was some good stuff there, you know? Yeah. Oh, yeah. Yeah. Yeah, so that's really good, really good Mount Rushmore wrestlers era. I would have to commend you on that right there. Really great. Really great. When watching wrestling and being a fan of wrestling, how did you get into it? How did that go about? How did that start out for you? Well, actually, ironically, uh, last year at Cage Fury 11, I went to a KCW event. It was my first, uh, you know, event with uh, KCW as far as just going to their event. I never had been to a KCW event before. Mm-hmm. And from that uh, day forward, I just fell in love with it. I, w- I knew that night I wanted to be involved in it in any way and every way I possibly could. Phenomenal talent, phenomenal atmosphere, family friendly, you know, everything. I mean, just the whole everything. I wanted to be part of it. I had to be a part of it. Right. So that that led that led right there being being in you being a event coordinator for uh, K, KCW. How how did that how how's that being an event coordinator? doing event coordinate uh, well, stuff for KCW. Well, when, I first, when, when I first was going into it, I was actually training really, really, really hard. And I was actually going to be, uh, I was trying to be in, in the ring. Okay. And uh, in, in a nutshell, I screwed up my neck. And so I had to make a decision because I do have a very good job outside of, you know, wrestling that I get paid very well at. And so I had to make a decision as far as if I take a bump on my neck, it could screw me up for the rest of my life. You know, right. But I still, I knew I wanted to still be active in any way I could. But I mean, I knew that being in the ring at that point with my injury, with the what could possibly happen, I didn't want to take that chance. And but I knew for a fact I still wanted to be involved with it. And that's why I pursued the avenue of marketing and event coordinating and uh, just being any way, you know, any way possible that I could be involved. I wanted to do and. Fortunately, I've you know I've been friends with the uh, promoters, uh, and you know I've been friends with JJ for a while too, and right. it just all worked out great. And you know uh, I've poured in a lot of time outside of work, lunch breaks, whatever, uh, to try to you know help out in any way I can. Okay, that's that's amazing. That's amazing right there. It it's kind of like, in a way, Corey Graves. Watch. People know Corey Graves being part of the commentary team on Raw and SmackDown Live. A lot of people don't realize or have kind of forgotten. Guy Corey Corey wrestled. He he was he was great. He was he was a great wrestler. He was great in the ring. I went back. I was able to go back. Uh, the WWE Network was able to put back old NXT, I think, starting back to like from 2012, 13, when Corey Graves was wrestling, and uh, Corey he he had to he had to step away from the ring as like like you said there with the you didn't want to mess up your neck, and he had to walk away with uh, because too many concussions, and he didn't know what he wanted to be part of wrestling, but what it what is he going to do now and then it worked out for him with becoming commentary part of the commentary team and that's great that you found something else within kzw to do that's part of wrestling and that's that's amazing i i like that how you found you found something else to still be a part of it to contribute to uh to pro wrestling yeah, I mean, as far as my neck injury, I, I do want to reiterate that uh, I didn't injure it in the ring. Uh-huh. I mean, I injured it in the gym, doing, right. you know, doing some uh, different types of training maneuvers. Uh-huh. And I just wanted to throw that in there. But right. yeah, I mean, it's uh, you know now you know like we're doing the uh, you know marketing with the events and doing like sponsorships and trying to you know get up fundraisers and you know recently I've been then start doing kind of the hype guy coming out get the crowd all riled up and all that stuff and then. Recently been appointed as a talent director to help start making uh, matches and this and that. So I mean, yeah, I mean I'm actively involved in multiple uh, avenues in it. And I love every minute of it. 
that's that's great and you said ring announcing how how did that go about uh being a ring announcer did it just something that you stumbled into or what how did that happen being a ring announcer um in a way i guess i i kind of stumbled into it um i have a friend of mine uh the way one of my very 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 first ring announcing uh night I was at another wrestling organization over in Western part of the state called Iron Pro Wrestling. And I was just there actually to, uh, you know, root on one of my friends. It was actually going to be a few of my friends going to be wrestling that night. Right. And, uh, you know, and I still had my license and everything. So I was, everything was legal, but, uh, there was, uh, their ring announcer didn't show up. I don't know if something happened, car trouble or something, but anyway, uh, that was my first night. And then, you know, needless to say, I was a little nervous because I never had done it before, but, I'm always, accept, you know, I always am willing for any challenge, any kind of anything. Uh, and so, yeah, I mean, I did that and then, uh, you know, did that a few times. And then we had a, our fair season this, this year. Uh, I did all the fair shows that we had and it just kind of led from there. And, you know, uh, I still get a little nervous, a little antsy, I guess, more than anything, but uh, I do a pretty good job. That's, that's, that's great. My my nephew. Love every minute of it. <laughs> I I mean you, you have to. I mean look 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 at the promotion you're in. One of the, one of the Kentucky's oldest and greatest wrestling promotions in the state. I mean why why wouldn't why wouldn't you love it? <laughs> I mean you exactly. You, yeah, why would you not love that? It, it's amazing. It is amazing. My my nephew. He did ring announcing one time, and he was given the cards of all the talent. <laughs> and he he, it's like read them off, read them off. Yeah, yeah, I got it, I got it. When he's in introducing talent coming to the ring, he <laughs> he messed up their names, man. <laughs> he messed up their names. I I was uh I was at the show and I was over by the soundboard and. Uh, talents walking by and they're like i ring announcer can't even say my name <laughs> i was like i was like yeah that's my nephew but it was like nah <laughs> i'm not gonna say anything <laughs> after the show he's like so how did i do i was like you did great except one thing he's like what and i said you you didn't read the cards like you were supposed to oh yeah yeah yeah, I said, yeah. you said you got the names wrong that's one thing you don't do you don't do and uh <laughs> it was it was hilarious man it was hilarious but uh my problem is sometimes i'll drink a uh i'll drink an energy drink sometimes before the show uh um, and you know by the time the show starts i get a little wound up a little bit i guess yeah and sometimes i tend to uh say things a little too quickly right <laughs> <And> so <laughs> that, i can get a little uh jumbled up with my wordage right red bulls will do that to you man and they also give you wings Oh yeah, I'll make you fly, all right. <laughs> <laughs> yeah, <laughs> I was drinking a Red okay, Bull. I, I, I was drinking Go a Red ahead. Bull one time, and uh, someone was like, "You drink a Red Bull?" I said, "Yeah," and they said, "You know that gives you wings." I said, "Really? I didn't know that." <laughs> <laughs> well, we had a we had a show a couple weeks ago in a community. Uh, probably like 60 miles away from it. It's called Williamsburg. And mm-hmm. uh, uh, one of the matches is a tag team match. And, uh, you know, a lot of times the tag team match, I'll, uh, you know, combined weight, yada, 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 you know. And, uh, well, on one of the teams I was introducing, uh, was actually Sully Larkin and Repic. Right. And on their uh, combined weight, which, I mean, I've very sound mathematical skills, but for some reason, I must have left those at home. And, uh <laughs> I said it was combined weight of 310 pounds was actually still in 410 pounds. And so I thought that was kind of messed up. Uh, <laughs> said, the, said the incorrect uh, combined weight. Kind of, everybody's like, you did a great job. And I was you know, uh, watching one of the videos the next day, and I was like, oh, my gosh, I can't believe that. You said the wrong way. <laughs> <laughs> I remember watching watching Raw one night, and it was back when Lil- Lillian Garcia was still was still the ring announcer doing a ring, a ring announcing for for the WWE and I believe it was the Usos came out and they just won those Slammy Awards and she introduced them at, instead of saying Slammy Award winning tag team 
the Usos. She said Grammy award-winning tag team, the Usos. And <laughs> everyone got that. <laughs> that was that was great. You can you could probably find it up on one of those botch videos on YouTube. You'll be able to find it on there. Oh yeah. I thought that was I thought that was hilarious, man, because you could tell the commentary team couldn't hold it together. Michael Cole, it was just one of those things. It just happens. Anything happens live on TV. Anything happens. Anything happens. <laughs> yeah. Yeah. That's for sure. Going to take a quick break and give a shout out to the sponsors of Podcast City Network. The following support and sponsor Podcast City Network. City Limits Tap Room, Sports Bar in the Land, Florida, has brew on tap. Sir Food, the grilled cheese is excellent. For upcoming events check out City Limits Tap Room on Facebook.com slash City Limits Tap Room. Morph Tea, a comfortable and lightweight 100% polyester t-shirt with illustrated morph characters that, when worn, will make the illustrations seem to come to life. For more of Tony Rodriguez's work, you can see his full line of apparel at teespring.com. Sports Sanity Customs have worked with organizations from custom embroidering polo shirts to jerseys for your kids' baseball team. They do it all. Armed with state-of-the-art equipment and an in-house design team, they are equipped to take on your next project. Visit their website to learn more, sportsanitycustoms.com. Visit Sports Sanity Customs on Facebook.com slash Sports Sanity Customs. Three Count Design offers a wide range of graphic design products, video, photography and other forms of media. Everything from t-shirt designs to websites. Visit Facebook.com slash Three Count Design for more. Demo Blast Studios, an explosion of imagination. Original artwork, podcasts, video, apparel and more. Visit DemoBlastStudios.com. Visit Demoblast Studios on Facebook.com slash Demoblast Studios, the best family entertainment pro wrestling show in the state of Kentucky. Kentucky's Own Wrestling brings quality family event wrestling to a town near you. Kentucky's Own Wrestling offers a ladies division in wrestling and a training school. Kentucky's Own Wrestling is the current longest running southern promotion. Visit Facebook.com slash Somerset Kentucky's Own Wrestling. All supporters and sponsors are brought to you by Podcast City Network. You're listening to The Everett Lee Show. Same with reinos. I mean, you can be out there. Once you say it, hey, you said it. Wing it. I mean, if you mess up, wing it. Go. You know. Exactly. <laughs> you time to back up and do it again. I mean, you got to roll. <laughs> yeah, exactly. And, you know, fortunately, I, I am blessed with a fantastic crew of people that help me out, too. I mean. I mean, with the other ring announcers, you have Russell Ryan, Russell Ryan and James Ellis. They helped me out quite a bit. Right. Uh, so many people in the back helped me out. JJ helps me out a lot. So many. I, I mean, I'm just blessed with the talent around me to help me better or to get better. Mm-hmm. Uh, you know, a lot of the wrestlers help me out different things. I mean, there's there's so many. Uh, it's just an all-around great organization to be involved with. KCW, I would have not you know, I wouldn't have it any other way. Just, I mean, there's phenomenal out in every aspect. Right. Speaking of Hurricane J.J. McGuire, did you happen to pick up his book that he just put out, My Life in Hollywood? Not yet. I'm actually going to probably get a, I'll be getting a copy of you this Saturday, matter of fact. Okay. Okay. I know. Five copies for $20 coming up. So we'll discuss that here in a little bit. <laughs> <laughs> yeah, I'm gonna I'm gonna pick that up right there. I already told my wife what I wanted for my birthday next month. <laughs> She's like, "What you want?" I was like, oh, "Oh yeah, I want the book. I want the book." I was like, "If you don't get it to me before my birthday, I'm gonna buy it." <laughs> and she's like, "What?" And I said, "Never mind." But I probably will. <laughs> I probably will. I was like, "I can't wait. I want to read this book and uh, and find out and." hear about the stories of him up and down the road and where where it's got him you know being head of uh, Kentucky's own wrestling I was going to get into talking and asking you about this upcoming event here KZW has Cage Fury 12 what can you tell me about Cage Fury 12 there is so much information on Cage Fury 12 coming up this Saturday Shotville Gym uh we actually have golden tickets, uh, VIP pass, 6 p.m., $12. Uh, meet and greet, Wild Eye, Southern Boy, 
uh, Tracy Smothers, and pick picture opportunities with him as well as KCW starters. Uh, we have, you know, special match featuring BG Wildman versus J Mac. Uh, choice of a uh, fan seat where they want to sit at. Uh, and then also, too, uh, we have the Hall of Fame uh, induction ceremony. We're going to be inducting uh, Todd Neal, former K- or KBWC commissioner, Kentucky Boxing Wrestling Commission commissioner. Uh, Lincoln Frost used to be a uh, the KCW former No Limit champion. And then also we're going to be uh, inducting uh, the legendary referee Wild Bill. He's currently uh, refereeing with us still, but he's going to be inducted into the Hall of Fame, as well as uh, Hurricane J.J. McGuire, the book you mentioned earlier, uh, My Life in Heaven Town. Uh, him and John Coffer both are going to be there with the uh, signed copy for only $20. Right there, I mean, loan all that information just for the early entry at 6 at 6 p.m., just that alone. And I ain't even touched on the card. But I mean, we, I know we talked about the, the special match, but I haven't even started on the, the main card. I mean, it's what what match you want to discuss first? I mean, it, it's it's loaded. The whole card is absolutely loaded. Tell me about this card. Come out are going to be so. What? Tell me about this card. I want to hear this card. Oh wow! I mean, okay, we'll just start off with the uh, Team Darkness Worldwide, led by Dar- David Barnabas Specter. Check this lineup. Who's going to be bringing? Who's going to have a raw spray? Scotty Amos, Eric Porter, Maddie B. The alpha male, BZW, you know, that's what he likes to call himself. Yeah. And the original Dark Suede going to be taking on Team JJ, led by Tracy Smothers with Chief Tomahawk, Johnny Bad, KCW champion Cousin Big Frank, and Larry McCoy. That right there is going to be an awesome match. That right there, yeah. Team, Team Darkness versus Team JJ. Let me ask you, Team JJ, Team Darkness. <laughs> Hell, you know. <laughs> <laughs> um, both teams have phenomenal talent. Uh, you know, and I'm probably going to get killed either way. Either way I go here, uh, I do have to pick Team JJ. Uh, okay. And you know, we've had a, a lot of darkness on the, uh, you know, KCW lately with. Uh, Darkness worldwide, and I think the light will be shining after uh, Coach Fury. Okay. Okay. I'm so dead. <laughs> but anyway. <laughs> <laughs> but now here, here's the thing. That match is going to be, I mean, from bell to bell on that. I mean, that match, I mean, it could honestly go either way. Phenomenal yeah. talent on both sides of, you know, yeah. I mean, it's it's just gonna be great. Yes, yes, it's it's it looks great. If I was there, I was in attendance. I would be attending it, and I would definitely be seeing this because it can go both ways. It definitely can go both ways. And well, let me ask you, who's gonna win? <laughs> I don't know, man. I don't know. I mean, it's it's you got some great. It is. You you got some great talent. Jace Thorne and Bobby Brown are not going to be able to be there. Uh, but it's actually going to be in their place. It's going to be uh, Scotty Amos uh-huh. and uh, Ross Bray. Okay. Okay. Along with uh, Eric Porter and, then, of course, Matty B and uh, Dark Swade. Yes. And it's led by David Barnum Specter. Yes. And, and then on Team JJ, I mean, you have, uh, you have Tomahawk. You have uh, the KCW World Heavyweight Champion, Big Cousin Frank. You got Johnny Bad, Larry McCoy, and then, of course, you got Tracy Smothers, man. And that's led by Hurricane J.J. McGuire. going to be something, man. It's definitely going to be something. And you have, next on match, you have a bombshell title match. Yeah. Representing Darkness Worldwide. Harley Fairfax going up against um, Michelle there. Yeah, Michelle Myers, the queen of the boom. 
what we like to call her. Well, mm-hmm. that's what I call her when I introduce her. Yeah. But, uh, yeah, I think uh, Michelle's going to be bringing the title back. Hopefully. Hopefully. Harley, Harley's tough, man. Harley's tough. That's another oh, one right there. Absolutely. Phenomenal talent on both sides there. I mean, this whole this whole card from every single match, I mean, you, Either way, you could pick either one of these ladies. Both of them are, fine, are fine, you know, fantastic talent, phenomenal. I mean, phenomenal talent. Mm-hmm. And, uh, I mean, it could go either way, but I think in the end, I think Michelle pulled out. Yeah, yeah, yeah. It, it's, it's, hard to, it's hard to pick one because this card's stacked so well. But I'll tell you an interesting uh, tidbit of information here. Uh, it looks like in the, uh, the next match, the uh, tag titles. You, uh, KCW tag, tag team titles are going to be up for, up for grabs. They had a uh, controversial decision made uh, a couple shows back. I, I was actually in the Indiana, so I, I wasn't actually at the show. Uh, and uh, there was a, you know, somebody was pinned, and so you know, and Sully Larkin and uh, Repit got the titles. Shortly after that, they were, you know, taken away, stripped away, and held up for this uh, coming up Saturday. And but actually, uh, B.W. Anderson is going to be riding solo until he uh, can find a partner. And so that uh, this be an interesting tag title match. Yeah, yeah. Um, it 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 should be. I mean, uh, B.W. Anderson. I mean, who's he gonna, who's he going to get? I mean, he's riding solo, and I mean, what that's up in the air. What's what's going to happen? So. Hopefully, hopefully we'll be surprised right there with that. And of course, um, you have a you have a U.S. you have the U.S. Uh, title match. Well, even 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 before we talk about that match, I mean that's going to be a phenomenal match too. You never can tell on a tag team title match. You never can tell what Rep is going to do because mm-hmm. both Cage Fury shows we've had, the one last year in Shotville, and the one we had uh, shortly after in Monticello, he'll actually get up. Uh, on top of the, I mean, I don't know if he'll do it this coming Saturday, but both of those that I have seen, it's a 16 foot high cage. Mm-hmm. He'll get up on top of that cage and do a moonsault off the top of the cage. That's yeah. phenomenal. I mean, that's just that's crazy. But yeah. I mean, I mean, it, it just takes a lot of talent, a lot of guts to do something like that. But yeah, the uh, uh, U.S. tag or U.S. title match is going to be uh, great too. Instead of a f- fatal four way, we're actually going to one up that. It's actually going to be five. It'll be a Fatal Five Way. Really? Um, yeah, I mean, you have the Chris Rose, uh-huh. uh, Gunner Grimm, the Grenade Gunner Grimm, the phenomenal BMW, and Israel. And of course, you're going to have the classic uh, Chris Sterling. He's the current uh, KCWS uh, champion. Yeah. I mean, that, that match right there could go, you know, anyway. Either way. I mean, there's five guys right there that. I mean, I could pick any of those five guys. I mean, honestly, I can't even pick a winner on that one because, like, all five are just great. I mean, it could go either way. Now, uh, I mean, legitimately, that match could just go any any direction. Yeah. Yeah, that's – I mean, I know the Chris Rose was was the United States uh, KZW U.S. champion there for a a long time. A long time, man. And Chris Sterling, him getting the title and then him running with it, that's going to be interesting right there. I have to say, definitely going to be interesting on that. Yeah, right both there. of which have been, you know, when uh, Chris Rose, when he was the champion, you know, fantastic champion. Chris Sterling's done, you know, quite well with it as well. Mm-hmm. I mean, so, I mean, that match right there, I mean, I could just legitimately go, you know, any of them could walk out with that title. Any of them. Yeah. Yeah, anyone anyone can definitely walk out with that title. What else is uh, what else is on the card there? As far as the matches go, uh, that's about. I think that's about that's about all we all we have uh, for the evening. Uh-huh. But I mean, each match is going to be uh, contested. Uh, I'm sure it'll take quite a bit of uh, time to uh, determine the victor. Yeah. Yeah. It's... I mean, just the. Uh, Team JJ versus uh, Darkness Worldwide with uh, Barnum Spectre. That that match alone right there is going to be uh, definitely a barn burn. Yeah, that that is going to be that is going to be uh, be one right there. I think because I think everyone's looking forward to that right there. They want to see what's going to happen uh, 
with uh with the outcome of that right there <laughs> i mean you just uh you don't know what's going to happen you don't know what's going to happen with that well, I can, you know i can guarantee it'll be a lot of uh i'm sure there's gonna be a lot of surprises saturday night uh-huh yeah yeah it's it's definitely gonna definitely gonna be be a lot of surprises i mean you just you don't know because i'm i'm looking looking you know into uh seeing you know what's gonna be happening with with uh with that right there um but yeah, getting, every match is gonna be contested in the ominous unforgiving. 16-foot high steel cage every single match. I mean, there's not a lot of places and a lot of organizations can actually say that they uh, did that, and we've actually did that 12 times. I mean, that's, that's, that just speaks volumes for itself. Yeah, yeah, yeah. Um, it, 12, 12 times, 12 times. Which, what's been your favorite one? What's, what has been your favorite one out of all these 12s? 12 uh cage theories what's been your favorite one probably actually last year's uh because you know it was my uh you know my first one that i seen and uh and i was just blown away as soon as i walked in and when i left i obviously was blown away i mean it was just i mean it, it's it's non-stop talent by some there's probably the best talent in the state of kentucky if not the whole country and you know it's, it's just they put every breath every sweat tear everything into that match each and every match you know you can go to some of these other uh, shows these other places to put on now you know there's there are you know good shows it's, it's not a kcw show but i mean these guys put it all legitimately all out on the line you know they do it themselves and do it for the fans and do it for the love of wrestling and as as respect for the other you know for the history of wrestling for the predecessors i mean you you have you know we have so many uh wrestlers even with our own organizations been in the business for multiple years i mean but you know everybody each and every person on that roster gives it a thousand percent every single night every yeah. single night yeah yeah and there's not a lot of places that can honestly say that each guy that walks out of that dressing room thousand percent if not more i mean it's just phenomenal yeah it's great talent from kzw i mean you just i mean you know it looks like uh Johnny Swade, Jeremy, he says, Jeremy, you will die going in because you picked Team JJ. Dumb on your part. <laughs> uh, any response to that right there? Any response to that right there? It it looks like Darkness Worldwide is not a fan of you, Mr. Yeah, Mr. Jeremy like Hines. I, I did give them props. I think they're very highly talented. I mean, but you know, hey, uh, yeah, I'm probably not on their uh, Christmas list now. I'm sure <laughs> probably wasn't before, but you know, hey, yeah. But and, uh, you know, and great bunch of uh, talent there. But I mean, I just don't think in the end they're going to be able to pull it out. Yeah, I mean, it's like I said, it's it's going to be it's going to be unpredictable. Um, you I mean, know. it could go either way. It legitimately yeah. could go either way. I mean, phenomenal talent. But, you know, when you have to pick, you know, you ask me which one, now you got me in trouble. So, no. <laughs> <No>. <laughs> I mean, it's it, it's, it's going to be it's gonna be unpredictable right there. And Dark Suede says, Darkness Worldwide will kill KCW. It's Dark Suede. Or, I don't know. Am I saying your name wrong? Because if I am, please, Darkness Worldwide. David Barnard Specter, everyone, don't hate me, man. I'm just I'm the, the middleman. Dark suede, yeah, that's what it is. I'm the middleman. Don't don't kill the messenger. I'm just the coordinator for everything here. <laughs> <laughs> I that's what I do. 
I'm the coordinator. Oh, uh, he'll be all right. He'll be all right. He'll uh, he just needs to get a match in him on Saturday. He'll get that. You know, he has some displaced anger. It's going to be. He says is going to. It's going one way. Darkness. That's that's what he says right there. That's where it's going to be heading. And uh, and uh, I. I don't know. I don't know. I mean, this is this is a tough one. I I'm usually pretty good. I'm usually pretty good at uh, mentioning and predicting cards, matches. I'm trying to find the words to say it, but most of the time, when you have uh, um, cards stacked like Cage Fury, it, it's hard to pick a winner and a loser. It definitely is. Oh, absolutely. It definitely absolutely. is. Absolutely. Yeah, it's just you don't know. You don't know who you're gonna what's gonna happen. And of course, he says pain is what KZW will feel. Any response to that there? Well, I mean they've uh, they've launched their darkness over KCW for the past uh, few months, and I just really feel like the light's gonna be shining after Cage Fury. Uh, and, you know, I think there's a lot in store that uh, K, uh, the team JJ is going to have that they may be, uh, you know, underestimating. And, uh, you know, like I said, again, they, you know, they're loaded with talent, phenomenal talent. But in the end, they're going to go home, you know, I guess we're going to be like that uh, with their tails tucked between their legs. Okay, that's that's your prediction there. That's your prediction. It's too close for me to call a prediction, though, but I cannot wait to see the highlights of it on uh, on KCW's Facebook page there. And he says, because I'm starting in the cage, Fury. That's where Johnny Swade is going to start. Dark Swade, excuse me. Sorry. But looks like uh, you got some... Uh, Get some fans watching you tonight there. <laughs> and again, be sure to check out uh, Cage Fury 12, September 14th, Somerset, Kentucky. Right there. Yeah, the, uh, the VIP uh, time is 6 p.m., you know, with everything we talked about already. Mm -hmm. uh, if the, for some reason fans can't get there at 6 p.m., the uh, doors uh, for the uh, regular entrance will be at 7 p.m., Bell time seven thirty, and so just a little tidbit there. Okay, okay, and but for but for you know at six p.m. if you can get there, you get so much more to offer. You get the whole thing induction. You have you know you can check out the special match. You have the meet and greet with the Wild Eye Tracy uh, Wild Eye Southern Boys Tracy Smothers as well as KCW starters meeting like I said meet and greet pictures. I mean, it, from 6 p.m. to 7 p.m., $2, $2 more. I mean, it's going to be absolutely well worth your money. Golden tickets are on sale now, going flying out the door. I mean, if you don't already have your tickets, get them now because they're going to be gone. They will, they will be gone. And don't wait till Saturday because they will be gone. Get them now before they, they sell out. And uh, I've... Had a pretty good, pretty good time with you on tonight there. I'm going to read this off to you real quick here. He said, just remember my last interview, Jeremy. And uh, Dark Suede says, Darkness Worldwide is the only VIP. So, we'll... Well, yeah. Oh, uh, oh Suede, uh, Dark Suede, Mr. Suede, is uh, full of himself tonight, isn't he? <laughs> no comment. <laughs> no comment. You know him better than I do. Because uh, oh, he's Mister VIP. I won't. I won't disagree with that. I mean, but you know, hey, uh, you know, come Saturday. I mean, you know, I, you know, I'm just saying. Yeah, yeah. But I want to. I want to thank you for coming on here tonight on uh, on the program, and I want to do congratulate KZW on Facebook for reaching over six K followers for for the page there that's amazing right there how do you feel about that oh absolutely it's uh phenomenal we had uh over the weekend we were you know getting close to six thousand we were like hey let's push for, let's go ahead and push us over the top to get six thousand so 
you know, uh, collectively we uh, sent out some invites and it worked out really well. And, um, I would say within a short period of time, we'll be at 7,000, you know, before the end of the year, uh, my personal goal is to have 10,000, uh, and not stopping. I mean, we're not going to, you know, be content with 10,000, 15, 20, whatever, whatever it takes, but it's going to, it's going to be, uh, going to be really good, really good. It is. We have it a lot is. in store, a lot of uh, different shows coming up. We have, you know, just a little quick tidbit here. Uh, after uh, Case Fury, the very following uh, Saturday, we have September 21st at the National Guard Armory in Williamsburg, Kentucky, uh, bell time 730 there. Uh, and then on October the 5th, we'll be back at uh, Monticello, Kentucky, at the Senior Citizen Center, 730 bell time. And then back at Shopville, uh, October 12th, uh, again, bell time 7:30, and I'm sure there'll be other things in between and after that as well. But that's just a few other shows we have coming up as well. Okay, awesome, awesome, and uh, I I do want to say that I feel like Podcasting Network is responsible for and feel I feel that what we do on our end promoting KZW to get you to the 6,000 followers. I, I feel F. that uh, what we do promoting and uh, sharing everything on social media there on Facebook and mention and dropping word on and hashtagging KCW on Twitter on our, our podcasting network account. I feel that we've helped with that. Oh, and, without a doubt. And uh, I want to just, uh, since we're talking about social media, I want to ask here before we close, what the, uh, where can people find more of KZW at on social media and yourself? Yeah, uh, with uh, KZW, they have their own, uh, you know, Facebook page, Kentucky Zone Wrestling on Facebook. And as uh, to contact me, this uh, Jeremy Hines on Facebook. You'll see my ugly mug. It's my profile picture. You know, so, <laughs> <laughs> but uh, that's you know, kind of uh, it's pretty much all I have right there. But yeah, the Kentucky Zone Wrestling on Facebook. We have, you know, we uh, have a very uh, interactive uh, fan page. Get in and send comments, uh, pictures, whatever. Uh, you know, uh, we have interviews. We do. We have, you know, upcoming shows. We have so much, uh, so much information on loaded on the uh, fan page. Any any show coming up, any information, anything. Period. Fan access accesses that. We'll be able to, you know, find out anything. KCW. Nice. Nice. That is awesome, and thank you. Thank you for taking time out tonight and coming on here. And uh, speaking of social media, I do want to mention that uh, Podcast City Network, your top source for independent podcasting. You can find more shows such as the Everett Lee Show, Deathmatch Russell Podcast, the Squared Circle City Show, Final Score, ELS Uncut, the Deleted Wrestling Podcast, Russell Popcast, Best Friends Podcast Show, and much, much more on podcasting.net. You can follow them over on Facebook, Podcasting Network, and on Twitter at PodcastCityNet. Subscribe to them on YouTube for video podcasts on Podcasting Network YouTube. And over on their Twitch channel, be sure to follow them over on twitch.tv slash PodcastCityNetwork. And you want more of the Everett Lee Show. Gentlemen, let's broaden our minds. For more of The Everett Lee Show on social media, follow and like The Everett Lee Show on Facebook, The Everett Lee Show, Twitter, at The Everett underscore Lee, Instagram, Everett Lee Show. Audio versions of this podcast and previously released podcast can be found on everettleeshow.podbean.com. Stitcher Radio, The Everett Lee Show, give a rating and comment. Apple Podcast. The Everett Lee Show, give a rating and comment. YouTube, The Everett Lee Show, subscribe to the channel. The Everett Lee Show, your shot of entertainment to the head. Next week on the podcast, I will have none other than wrestler Billy Starks. She will be on the podcast next Wednesday night on September 18th, 9 p.m. Eastern, 6 p.m. Pacific. Streaming live on twitch.tv slash The Everett Lee. And be sure to follow me right here on twitch.tv slash the Everett Lee for interviews, podcasts, and much, much more each and every week right here. And that 
my friend, is the end of the show. So I want to thank everyone for tuning in tonight and giving their feedback in the chat. Everett Lee signing off, and we'll see you again next week for another episode of The Everett Lee Show.